0: I liked when you were briefly nine shogs shogging.
1: Yes, for, that, for, was, that was a very festive time for me. For the holidays. Shouldn't that it was... be nine
0: shogs a shogging? Yeah, maybe
1: that does sound more right.
0: <laughs> shogging. I think I
1: did both. I've done this two years in a row now, so you can tell how
0: creative I am. Has this gotten dirty in some countries? Shogging definitely means something. In... It means... No, it means making out, so it's okay.
2: That's snogging. right?
0: Oh, snogging.
2: Snogging is making
0: out. Snogging. Oh, maybe you're right. I just remember it from Harry Potter.
2: According to Dictionary.com, shogging is to shake or jolt. Wait, there's oh, dirty stuff okay, in Harry man.
0: Potter now. I stopped uh, this kissing. Is... They talk about snogging. Hermione no snogs stuff.
1: Victor Krum. You don't remember this?
0: It's a big deal. It's a big deal, Jay. But don't worry, it all works out in the end. What are you waiting for? Is Joel still still getting our sponsor ready?
3: Do you guys want me to have that outline like open in front of me when we do the podcast? And I can bring it up in the. Uh, I got a computer. But here there's second. a danger. It's on your screen. That it, after about 30
0: it. seconds there will be puppies covering the whole thing up <laughs> and you won't even remember that it's there I like the question how do you attack something this size I'd like to spend a lot of time on that are you being sarcastic? well without context I don't mean oh okay oh, just... about closing <laughs> you need at least a 3 to 1 ratio in here. that's the way it's done
3: From Stack Exchange headquarters in New York, New York. It's Stack Exchange podcast number 50, recorded July 19th. M M X I I I. Uh, today's, uh, today's your guests on the Stack Exchange podcast, Chog the Nine, Nine Shog Shogun.
1: Hey, hello.
3: Chog is a member of the community team in Colorado. We have one for every state. Also here, <laughs> VP of Engineering, David Fullerton. Hi. VP of Cogro, Jay Hanlon. Hello. And uh, Producer, Alex. With the show notes by Abby Miller, Hello. and I'm your host, Charles Polsky. Today's episode is sponsored by the House of Lords. Since the 11th century, the House of Lords has brought you excellent laws, and they're all 100% free, <laughs> except wow. for
0: taxes. That's a great sponsor. Like How did we land that one? <laughs> it's so hard. It's, it's podcast number 50. It That's is. a big number. Except oh, yeah. did it's Did I it's say that? Really, podcast number 50. You did. It's not really number 50 since we At reset- 130 or something. When we switched it from the Stack Overflow podcast to the Stack Exchange podcast. But we could celebrate it anyway. Is there a way to find out how many podcasts we had on the stacky stack? You know how we should celebrate? Spicy chocolate chip cookies. There's 150 things tagged podcast. That seems like a lot. Did we really make that many podcasts? That's just what
3: WordPress says. There are 150 things tagged oh, podcast. WordPress doesn't know what we talking about. FJ
0: asks. No, it's counting.
2: We them. could start by counting the podcasts one by one on the blog. And then that'll take up three or four minutes. You know well, what I'm going to keep clicking older Now that we've discussed this...
0: Somebody will comment on the blog post announcing the podcast and tell us the number. So we don't have to think about it anymore. We should have a live studio
3: audience. tell us. All right. That's my idea for the podcast. You guys talk now. Done. Say, that's too
2: meaty for this one. We're going to save that for a, a, whole, a whole episode, I think.
0: Yeah. The main thing we're going to talk about today is, is closing. 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 But before we get to that, I just noticed the last blog post, major blog post that we posted was about closing. Generated a lot of discussion. 100 and, 130 some comments. Yep. However, I couldn't help but notice that the following blog post, which was announcing nine new hires, generated 80 comments, all of the form, hi, hello, welcome. To be fair, we did hire Justin Bieber in the last year. Right. 87. So, this is what I Back noticed. Answer. 87 podcasts total? Yeah. We did 37 Stack Overflow plus 50 now? No, no, 87 before and then wow. another 50s, so it's 137. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah.
3: Well, you didn't do the first. No,
0: I didn't do most. I barely even listened to them
3: podcast 87 says we
0: hired robert carteno that's how long ago it was wow yeah but the blog post title for the new hires was please say hi which apparently people took quite literally we're going to (laughs) and 80 people actually went and posted hi therefore i would like to suggest for this podcast yeah the title of listen to this podcast how about just send a dollar to yeah, how do we and have this envelope. power?
2: Like, maybe we should call that it, like... That
0: only got us $80. That doesn't seem... But what
2: if it was, like, be to kind to your fellow man? Like, we're have, we we're really underutilizing utilizing this, this That's unknown... An interesting idea.
0: Yeah. Do good to all. That is how Stack Exchange changed the world. <laughs> so before we get to closing, we have a couple things to go over. We have some site milestones. Mm-hmm. Jay.
2: Site milestones. We do. I think the only new site we've launched since we last spoke is Space which is off to a relatively robust start, it looks like. It's um, still
0: still private? Is that going to be public by the time of the podcast going live?
2: It should be. Space is still in private beta. This is one of those topics that we get a little, I think, we sometimes get a little nervous about, and that it often attracts enthusiasts who don't know that much about it. But what I would say right now is a very promising sign, is the activity level is very, very good. In just a few days, they've already got 150 questions. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it is good. So there, there's, people seem really into it. There's a lot of enthusiasm
1: 136 of these are even open. All right, there so, you go. Wow. There
2: you go. Speaking of closing. Yeah, which dovetails nicely into closing. But
1: Though, wait, I do want to say, my
0: favorite part about the space site, and we should link this post from the, uh, the show notes. Brought to you by Lou Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> no. My, my favorite part about the space site <laughs> is that somebody, I, I don't remember, some, some very, um, somebody who's very passionate about this, this site, before it was launched, posted the Area 51 proposal on the, the NASA forums. Oh, (laughs) And it was immediately deleted with the comment, yeah, we don't really want to have anything to do with a site called Area 51 for obvious reasons.
2: NASA is concerned that the existence of a space exploration (laughs) Q&A site on a network that also contains Area 51 might be misconstrued as a tacit acknowledgement of some secret government program, apparently. Why are we,
3: wait, this site is in closed beta still.
2: Yes, this was in while it was in the commit phase. Yeah. Uh, one of the enthusiastic proponents, yeah. who's presumably contributing to all our questions now, went on to the NASA forums yeah, yeah, and said, that. "There's this great thing going on." And
3: I just want to cl- clarify it's Not letting
2: me log on. We, Joel, so we can. I can get you in.
3: Yeah, but what about our listeners? They may want to log into the space site, and I think they will be able to by the time this is produced. Okay, so go to space.stexchange.com. Okay, onward. We had one other thing to go features. over, which is new features. features. I used to, you know, I used to have a tab here that had the outline for today's show, but now I've just got the House <laughs> of Lords, I've got PIMS, I've got the Wikipedia entry for PIMS. <laughs> I have podcast number 87 <laughs> with Robert
0: Cardano. Joel, check your email. It's in your email. And the Wikipedia entry for the House Joel, of Lords. Joel, just check your email.
3: In preparation
2: for our podcast, Joel has opened four tabs, one of which relates to podcasts, and it relates to a previous podcast. <laughs>
1: I don't mean a previous episode of this podcast, but a
2: different series of podcasts. <laughs> what are we talking about today? New
0: features. Uh, just let me get through this. We've got <laughs> two, new, two changes that rolled out. N- All right, neither go, very big. I won't interrupt you this time. But I won't. worth pointing I'm out, one, we, re- we redesigned two pages. Two, two small, small but important pages. The first one is the badges page, which has now been reorganized. Uh, uh, so if you go in the top of the site, click the badges link. You'll see the new one. It's been reorganized. Badges that go together in sequence now are grouped together. They're grouped by topic. And it's a little bit easier to find the tag badges, which were a little bit hidden before. So that's the badges page. And the second thing is the privileges page, which is much nicer now. Uh, It used to be really pretty confusing. Pretty pictures. And now it's, again, categorized and very obvious list of what the privileges are. A short summary. You can click any of them and get the full description, which uh, hasn't changed too much. So check out that as well. The Privileges page is a bit harder to find. The best way now is actually go to the Help Center and click the full list of Privileges link. So you Still
1: can, linked from your little dropdown. You can also the get
0: screen. there by hovering over your name at the top of the screen, waiting for the pop-up to show up, and then clicking the Privileges link. You should do
1: this every five minutes anyway to see if you've gotten any more rep. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. So those are the new features. You left out the uh, close vote retraction. That's, that's like an ancient feature request. that. Oh, that's a good filled- point. Oh, you're
0: right. That's a good point. Tell us
1: about that one, Sean. You can now retract close votes.
3: <laughs> How might I do that? <laughs> that's actually really nice, because
1: a lot of times you click close by mistake. You have to click like three times to close anything, Joel. If you, uh, if you cast a close vote on a post, and the post has not been closed yet, you can go back... And click close again, and you'll get a little pop-up that uh, lists the close vote and gives you the option to retract it. Once a post is closed, you can't do it anymore. But if you change your mind... It might have, it might have changed, open, right? Like That's the main can,
3: case. Somebody might have fixed it. Yeah,
2: there's there's probably two major cases, right? So one is you have changed your mind, either yeah. because you your brain has changed, so you're a yeah. different person now. Yeah. Or you've changed your mind because the post has been improved or changed in some way. That that's common. one case. And People then never change. the other case is is an error, which we had some long debate over whether that actually really happens and there's a number of people claiming it happened to them more than once so it seems like it does happen but this you is you know when you're
0: just going through as fast as you can closing things <laughs>
1: closing everything sometimes you close one you didn't easy mean click to on three mean different parts to. of the screen really really fast without noticing it yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but this is a feature request that had 645 upvotes this is probably <laughs> one of the most popular not implemented feature requests that we didn't have some particularly strong up- reason for not implementing and so we
0: did you just have to scroll all the way to the bottom because jeff atwood's response has like negative 200
2: oh that's right what did he say he's like it doesn't matter it'll expire No, but he wasn't even against it he just thought it wasn't necessary i think it's a relatively neutral approach yeah his point was it isn't important not this is a bad thing to.
0: yes but those are always my favorite feature requests where it's uh 600 upvotes and then the answer is all the way at the bottom with 200 downvotes
2: See, this is a flaw in our system. At the time, his was the most important answer. It explained it why it accepted. wasn't getting happening. It should
0: have been accepted. Which, that's right. With negative 250. Which is why I accepted answers should be on top. Yeah, are we going to talk about that? I no, we weren't. No, ad
2: no, ad. that's not on the agenda. That's not on the agenda. We were going to get crazy. We weren't we prepared for this. Man. We have a ton of very special new hires. But I do want to mention yeah. we have a new community team hire because people see them. They interact with them. Oh, sure. Yeah. You get to announce specially the people on your team. That is absolutely yeah. correct. So John Erickson just joined us. The community team obviously has a, a lot more direct interaction with our users. We'd like to introduce those guys. He's a top user on biblical hermeneutics and a...
1: got that
3: backwards. Hermeneutics biblical.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: He was a very active user in Christianity and a moderator on biblical hermeneutics.
2: Josh, you keep saying things because yours seem to be right.
1: We should have Josh on more often.
2: Sure, he knows things.
1: But he
0: makes us look dumb.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Mm. Anyway, we were very excited to have John on the team. He's a phenomenal addition, very experienced community member, and has already hit the ground running. So that's exciting. But he can't cook at all, to my knowledge. Maybe he can. I just don't know. He doesn't cook for me.
0: We also have Swedish chefs. Except neither of them are Swedish. (laughs) Did you ask? I guess not. So we have a chef
3: and a pastry chef.
0: Reason number 489. The chef's name is Chef. To work at Stack Exchange, we now have private chefs. So to be clear. The way you say we had private, that makes it seem like we have one per person. Yes. But there's not quite one per to person. To be clear, it's not, it's not quite what we <laughs> no might have quite. been hoping for, which was we could just walk in anytime time and say, make me a sandwich or a yeah. steak or an omelet. Well, that now seems like the
2: compromise solution. Now that we've described it as private chefs, what I'm envisioning is I get in <laughs> and there's a guy in my office with one of those like hot burners yeah. making an omelet. <laughs> He's got an Just waiting station. to he know what I want him to put in. He it. already yeah. knows what yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. So that, that, if you're looking for that, we might be the wrong company. But they do
0: make amazing cookies.
2: They're astounding. The whole Everything is – it's one of those things that you don't – like how much better is
3: it really going to be? And yeah. I mean like sometimes they serve a watermelon. It, <laughs> like, but it okay. was yellow watermelon. Yeah. yeah it I it was know amazing. this existed. I know. I know. And they put like – they put some, some sugar on it. And,
2: and every – I feel like every dessert is an exciting is new – Adventure. You look adventure. forward to it. Yeah. 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 It is – They do
3: just throw hot spices in an awful lot of things. Did we mention we're hiring?
2: We are. Oh, and today is the rollout of our first yeah. custom beer pong table. That's exciting. What's beer a lot punk. going on. What's a lot going yeah. on. Way to class up the place, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. To be fair, I'm going to blame Michael on this one. You did it. I did much of it in explicit the direction. You an were enabler. And
3: he was classless before I got here. We've been doing the show now for, what, 25 minutes, and we have this gigantic outline that we
0: haven't even gotten to.
3: We should talk about closing.
0: <laughs> Only five minutes of this is usable. We- <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so we got that going for us, which is nice. Let's talk about
3: closing. Should we talk about closing? We've done a lot with closing. We have. It's, at this point, though. It, you sound weary. Is there really anything left to say about closing?
2: We've made some changes to closing.
3: We have. Closing is really, really close to our hearts because we hate fun, A. Yes. And B, the whole reason that people like Stack Overflow and Stack Exchange in general is because we close all the crap.
0: Let's, well, hold on people don't feel, The people that's don't right. feel
3: that way. That's
2: they don't feel it, that way because It doesn't they're... seem that way.
0: I think it's fair to say that the reason everyone loves Stack Overflow is because we close stuff, and the reason everyone hates Stack Overflow is because we close that's stuff.
2: Right. That's right. And it's like upvotes and downvotes. The love is actually more important than the hate in many cases. But, but the, hate the hate is necessary. Many... Explain this is love, why— But the hate wasn't necessary. In, but it is. Not in the degree it was at, and that's probably what made some changes.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying we, we should close less hatefully. Yeah, what we did, we hope, is we think
2: we can achieve much of the same thing with significantly less of right. the unintended side.
0: R- roll back a step. Yes. W- walk us through the. Obviously, we all read the blog post from beginning to end with great. Not if you have jobs or families. In all likelihood, <laughs> it, was, uh... it was. Well, I wasn't going to call them out, but yeah. since Wait, you when did... you say
3: the blog post,
0: is... blog.stackexchange.com. <laughs> yeah. You knew we had a blog, right?
3: I, you know, ever since they shut down Google Reader, I don't think
0: I see those things.
3: When
2: I walked in this afternoon, Joel shook my hand,
3: welcomed me to the company, and asked who I was. It's oh,
2: all,
0: <laughs> really. All right, Jay, walk us through briefly what changed. So,
2: so we made big changes. The changes, essentially, were uh, there's a handful of things that are, that are kind of meaningfully different. So one is we, we tweaked dupes, and that actually, that actually rolled out a while back. But the gist of that was the requirements on dupes were designed to better ensure you're being pointed to a question with an answer. So the, the, the whole notion of yeah. a dupe really was that it gets you to the place where the answer is and that all the answers are in that one place instead of having this fragmented set.
3: Yeah. So currently- So it's really, what we really want to say is like there the answer already exists. We don't want to say you asked something that was already asked. Yes. We want say that, the answer already that exists.
0: Is what we say now. Yeah. Yep. This question much is much already answered.
3: answered here. Ta-da. Right. And then you're happy, it's like a bonus. Instead of you're sad, it's like a punishment for asking something that I right. got asked.
2: So it's less like you did something wrong and more like good news. You don't yeah. need to wait. The answer should be
3: here. Spin doctors yep. professional we should be hired by politicians. Amazing spin, excellent.
2: But it's not spin that it's not. We're not trying to this trick is a good people,
3: change. right? It's it's more
2: to just frame it in the way that is I yeah. think really what it was int- always and intended to do. And the
3: difference is that it does have to be an answer before it right. can close dupe.
2: Right. So now, if the if there is no answer, the notion is that whichever one attracts an answer first should become the point E, and so it requires an answer to point to the other one. So that's one thing. So the other thing we added that was kind of straightforward. One of the problems historically was that we'd always said, one of the things Jeff really emphasized was, this isn't get lost, leave town, we never want to see you again. It was, this is a message that we need you to do something to improve this post so we can help you. And not all posts can be improved, but that was the goal of of many of them. Yeah, It didn't do a good job at that for a bunch of reasons, but but the worst one was, even if you did that, even if you you took that message somehow, you picked that up and you went and fixed it, it didn't likely get reopened. And the reason was, no one ever saw it again, right? It had been closed. Did we ever look at any kind of stats on how many people edit closed
3: questions? Um, I have been looking after
2: at, I have been looking at such stats. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, so let's talk about what we did first,
3: and then we can talk about the stats. I'd say the stats for the Well, evening. why don't you give me the bad stats from before and everybody can remember those and then you can tell us what you did and then and you can
0: tens tens on. of people edited of their
3: people. posts. Okay.
0: It was a small but tragic number of people who actually went in and tried to improve their post and nobody ever noticed and nobody to cared. reopen it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really sort of Yeah, so historically
2: before we did this basically, if you went back and edited your post and these numbers bounce around a lot. But over time, the effect of an edit had dropped. So as there were just so many more questions on the site, editing had less and less of an effect because it was increasingly unlikely that anyone would ever see your closed post again. Right. So now that you've fixed it, you've got a slightly better post that is still closed. And even though editing will make it more visible, um, essentially no one really ever saw it again. And so those edited questions were almost never reopened. And that the odds of your edited question getting reopened had dropped to below
3: 5% wow. prior to these changes. So this is of all, all the people that tried to make their post better. Correct. Even if you edited Less it. Less than 1 in 20. 60. Correct. Correct.
2: So what we've done with edited posts is now when you edit a post, instead of it going into oblivion and no one ever knowing, right? And historically, there was kind of this ugly fool would say, well, what am I supposed to do? I fixed this and nobody cares. And say, well, what do you mean you're supposed to go to Meta, which is kind of a different <laughs> place, it's a weird place. And on <laughs> Meta, you're supposed to say, my post got closed. And, and I fixed it. And I fixed it, and I'm hoping someone would be willing to take a look, except if you made the mistake of saying my post got closed and that is an outrage, I don't get it I'm what's with you guys, but now I've fixed it, that's all I want to pay attention to. And so getting this sort of meta saving grace was very hard to do.
0: We also said you should flag it, but that didn't really, but the problem is that just puts the burden on the moderator. It's a
2: hack, right? It's not, yeah. it's not, the, it's not really the right approach. What was the moderator supposed to do? Unclose it,
0: reevaluate it, and yeah, reopen right, got it.
2: it. Got it. So anyway, there was really no nothing that made your post get recognized as being something that's working towards improvement. So now a very straightforward approach is when you edit, if a, the original poster makes meaningful edits to their own post within a few days of it being closed, it automatically gets added to a reopen queue, where somebody is actually reviewing it and saying, "Oh, this got edited. Is it better now? Is it good? Can it be reopened?" And that's been phenomenally effective at getting those visibility again. Reopens of edited questions are up 80% since the change was made. So you're almost twice as likely. So it went from so below 5% f-
0: went to 9 8 or 9%. Well, it was, it was bouncing
2: around. It had dropped below 5%. But let's, let's say that if you look at a, a kind of six-month period before and then the period after, it went from, call it an average of 7% to close to 15
0: you're just making up numbers.
2: No, no, no. It was well, a graph. You got to take a... The problem is you can't grab one month and another one. So
0: month. just read us the graph. So the first point is... <laughs> this might be... This might be <laughs> a rather boring podcast. The seven, point is... The point is 12, this. That if you edited... 13, if you nine, edited your
2: post...
3: Eight, 12. Jay's bright pink 13, right 13, now. 13. 17. But I start pretty pink. 6. 5. 12. <laughs> 3.
2: 14. 12. <laughs> I don't even know why Joel's saying numbers. Long story short, unedited closed posts are exactly as likely to stay closed as they were before. They're actually three percent more likely to stay closed. They're slightly less likely to be reopened, but if you edited your post, it's 80 percent more likely. So with overall reopening staying flat, edited reopening has almost doubled, so it's working. People who actually edit their posts have a much better shot at getting that post reopened when it now meets our standards. That seems to be working.: Excited about that. The bigger, more complex changes, I think, related to the actual reasons themselves, and that was yeah. Uh, yeah. Hard, Harder, much harder.
3: We had decent and reasonably well thought out reasons for closing, but the words that we used for them, I think, did not convey all the thought.
0: Well, historically, what happened went was... Went into them?
3: Yeah. It, there's a lot of thought that went into them. There was some evolution. Them. Yeah. And we put even more thought into it.
2: I think there were two challenges. You know, I think I think it was Robert who really, this is referenced in the blog post, but Robert did this great quote that... I think it was Robert. Josh, you're going to correct me if it was you that we worked hard to think about all the problems and lump them into kind of logical buckets. But over time, that bucketing became part of the problem. And so Mm -hmm. one problem was when it lists nine things that could be wrong, people don't really either, they don't know which one it is, or they're able to to focus on the ones it isn't and argue about that instead of the one that applied to them. So that's one problem. And then the second one was... Because they were euphemisms for kind of more direct things we'd like to say, we thought they sounded polite, but they didn't.
3: And, and <laughs> It I, appears that your post has been written by a person who does not know how to program a computer.
2: Right. Not a real this question. This is a site for
3: programmers. Mean.
2: It just feels mean. But not we thought it was question. nice yeah. because it no, was— No, I
3: used it to be mean. <laughs> when I close something, it's not a real question. Okay. I'm like, dude, this is just not a question. Joel was trying to be mean. Yeah. No, when I, when I used it and I voted to close something.
2: We've talked about this in the podcast before, so I don't want to belabor the, the, the wording challenges. But what the two things we really tried to do was we tried to make the new reasons that replaced those two much more specific. So the idea was this reason should essentially tell you either why it's unfixable or what needs to be fixed. And it should make you feel like you want to fix it, not like you want to fight. And so those two, not a real question, not constructive, became too broad. And it's very specific now. What it essentially says is your question has to be answerable in a few paragraphs. If it cannot be answered in a few paragraphs, it is too broad, and you must narrow it to a portion of that question. It's super clear. You can like it or not like it, but you know what we mean. Overly opinion-based is one that I think that used to exist, too. I think subjective existed before it was rolled into one of the recent ones.
1: Not constructive replaced subjective and argumentative, which was very See, that was even meaner.
3: Right. Subjective and argumentative. Really? We had something called subjective and argumentative?
1: Oh, yes. And we
3: just changed the wording, or, or was it a new closed reason? Like, are there still old questions closed as subjective and argumentative?
1: We used to erase old closed reasons, so there are just questions oh, yeah. closed as, uh, I actually don't know if we replaced it completely or if we just, we probably we just renamed it, but... it
0: in the database. Totally forgot about those old days.
1: There are probably comments out there now referring to subjective and argumentative and saying, I'm not being argumentative.
3: Right. <laughs>
1: well, the advantage of that is it's almost
3: impossible to say that with the same face. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a sentence that cannot
2: be so By a responding, good, you prove yeah. our point. Yeah. But one thing I think overly opinion-based does, aside from just being clearer, is it acknowledges something that was becoming a challenge, which is that it basically says, well, many good answers involve some expert opinion. This appears to be mostly opinion-based and not relying on, you know, facts, references, etc., which had gotten into – we were having a lot of those weird debates where, like, there's some opinion involved here. And many of our best questions involve some opinion. I think that's a little clearer. And that's still, I think, importantly a continuum. So each site will kind of pick a line on how much opinion is too much, but it's a little, I think, less subject to people saying any opinion is no good. And then unclear what you're asking is just very specifically essentially says you need to add more details, facts, clarifications, specifics for us to figure out exactly what you need. And we'll come back to those in a second. I think those are, uh, Josh talked a little bit about what we've seen, but the other changes around reasons, off-topic was one where the challenge we ran into sometimes is our topics... Off whose topic? Well, right. And the the topic was programming, right? And big, bold header topics. Yeah. But what we mean was programming questions that you would encounter when you are writing code that do not involve recommendations for libraries or other things, (laughs) that are not conceptual or design-based, that are not looking for a typo or a reason your code won't compile, all of which sound like programming. And so we had a little bit of a yeah. challenge where this. people get told it's off topic, go look at the FAQ. And the FAQ would say programming that real programmers do. Yeah. And so the idea here was that for most sites, the problems they have that are like that, that we've decided are not allowed but sound like they're allowed. And like good non programmery questions are, you know, on photography, they don't allow what's wrong with my picture. You can't ask that. On cooking, you can't ask for a recipe. Yeah. You can ask for a recipe replacement. And so the idea here was each site will identify. replacement. Meaning like you can say... Oh, I am uh, out of basil. Yes, yes. I don't like flour, but I have sand on hand. Will that work? You go, no, right.
3: sand isn't really edible. No, no. Why? They're very... Never mind. Portland cement on the other side. Portland.
2: Uh, so, so the new off-topic reason, essentially each site now picks the top things that sound on topic but are not. And when you close this off-topic, it will now basically say, this has been deemed off-topic on Stack Overflow. Yes, it is about programming, but we don't allow library recommendations here. And the point is, we know it sounds yeah. like we might because it sounds like programming, but that yeah. is actually explicitly off topic. The New York
3: Central Library on Fifth Avenue and 41st. Can't ask
2: about It's weird they accept that on Stack Overflow. It's is very it?
3: surprising. I mean, that's, there's just really only one library I would
2: recommend.
0: I, I, who goes to people go to libraries still? Yeah, those still exist.
2: What's weird, you know, the library now you can like download ebooks for free once you sign up. Yeah, but you, you, you go, have to you go, go to the library to, the library <laughs> <and> to <laughs> and sign then you up and be able do to it. download
3: the ebooks. It's extraordinarily bizarre that, but anyway.
2: We digress. And then the other title change thing we did is we got rid of "too localized and general reference. And that was significant. That's going to... We'll come back to 2Localize a little
3: bit. I think we talked oh, about... Wow. we've already talked about 2 localized way too much on this podcast over the years, don't you think?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if you're curious about 2 localized, just, just go listen, to, listen to those 137 podcasts, <laughs> and you'll you'll find out what we mean. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that was barely used. That's like you just closed this and topic for the wrong duplicate. Reason.
2: Yes. They were the least used and most misused. And we've talked about it before, but I think eliminating them has left some some slight gaps. We'll come back. I feel here. like
3: it's it's at one point... Are we actually coming back to that in this podcast to Yes, yeah, like? yeah, today. Okay, because I have a story about that. Remind
2: Okay. And then the last big change, and I, want to, I think it's more interesting, I want to talk about how we kind of approach this. The last big change was the actual term closed, and that was one that was actually discussed yeah. before. There's been a ton of meta suggestions saying, can we stop saying closed? People are fighting, and they're arguing, and they don't want to be shut down and they think they got deleted, and they don't want to improve, and they want to argue. And there was always, I think, a reasonable resistance that we don't want all these things that say, you know, not quite lovely enough and need slightly more hugs. And the notion was what will happen is over time, other people will come, and they'll find this post that said, I'm a programmer, and I like bunnies. How long are your bunny's ears? And if it just says, could use more hugs, but doesn't say closed, other people won't get that signpost effect. They won't learn that we don't really want bunny ear questions. That's only on Stack Overflow. We welcome them on Fuzzy Animal Overflow.
1: We should make that. Fuzzy Animal Overflow. Serverfault.com. They love bunny (laughs)
2: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Wow. We need to buy Fuzzy Overflow and redirect it to Serverfault.
2: So anyway, what we wanted to do was change the wording to one that didn't make people want to fight over why they were closed. It wanted to make them get to the next step. And so, well, we we moved toward what it now reflects is on hold. And the idea is it implies that it will be taken off hold if certain things happen, which isn't always the case. But the idea is questions that are savable. We don't want you to say this is BS that I was closed. We want you to say, how do I not be on hold anymore? I don't want to be in that state and so, um, in combination with the more specific reasons, the hope is that on hold will encourage people or at least make them more amenable to fixing the things that are fixable. The thing we did to address the previous, I think, valid concern that we don't want things showing as on hold forever or looking like someday we might love those bunny ear questions was that most of these edits to improve questions are going to happen relatively quickly. After five days, if it hasn't been edited and improved, it flips back and it reflects as close. so it's a better signpost going forward.
0: Yeah. And just to be clear on that, we didn't. We didn't really change any mechanics of closing there. It's just for the first five days that something is yep. in this state, it appears as on hold, and it has the special behavior of going into the reopen queue if, uh, if it gets edited.
2: But so I think it's worth talking a little bit about implementation. And I think Josh can talk a little bit about some of that stuff. But before that for a second, I think it is worth taking a minute or two on how does closing work? So I think everyone listening probably has a big picture, but the function of closing really, essentially all it really does is prevent answering. Right, There's not other than it affects what questions are displayed, et cetera, but you can still vote on closed questions. The only real thing that closing does is stop people from answering right, and convey a message to others that there's this question either needs help or is not the kind we want here. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that it, it was never eliminating content, right? Questions can get deleted eventually and some questions do, but closing doesn't do that.
1: If you think of it as a nomination for deletion. You you uh, look at other sites. Look at Wikipedia. They have a huge, complicated deletion review process with queues and appointed reviewers and and protocols and so on and so forth. We don't do that. We keep it visible on the site. Anybody can come in, edit it, revise it, comment on it, discuss it. And it only gets deleted if nobody can fix it. So we we have a kind of uh, switched around there. It doesn't get deleted and then maybe restored if you can convince the uh, you know upper echelons to restore it. It stays around until the upper word? echelons to lead it. Isn't it echelon? I have no idea. I
0: can't take anything you say seriously anymore.
2: I like echelons. They sound like a relatively <laughs> benign species that might come here and, like, they'd
0: colonize <laughs> us, but they'd
2: feed
3: us and stuff. Aren't I think. they the bad guys on Battlestar Galactica? You're thinking of the Echocylons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, should have just said, uh, I should have just said Cabal and been done with it. Hmm. Now but you're going to tell me I'm Cabal wrong.
3: That's Cobal, never mind.
1: Cable. No, that's a programming language. Okay.
3: What's the podcast about today, well, Jay? Why, why do we have to close questions at all?
2: Yeah. Like, I know we say we don't want to be like Yahoo Answers, but...
3: Uh, okay, I have the answer to that. Yeah? Because otherwise we would be like Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Did
2: you just go ask that on Yahoo Answers just now and get that answer back?
3: People just don't have a right to just type whatever they
0: want onto the internet and have it appear there for no, all
2: time. But that's why people aren't it's entitled like you to not have their questions well, But Well, people closed. don't
0: care it's about a... rights. It's, yeah. it's I mean, the, the, the argument is... Not that I have a right to type whatever I want here. It's yes. that Stack Overflow would be a better place if they allowed anything. Not anything. That's but where I like to live. In these, a big questions, dump these questions, these questions that are obviously programming questions, yeah. but get closed because they're too subjective yeah. or not yes. quite yes. answerable enough. Or... here's
3: the secret of Stack Overflow in the days back in the, the dark old days. Nobody remembers this. People have already like most programmers have never even heard of Experts Exchange. It's been so long that Stack Overflow has dominated. However. Back in the dark old days, they used to have these things called programming forums, and people would like have discussions. Yes. And eighty to ninety percent of the discussions they have were of the form, I am trying to do X and I wrote the following code and it did not work. What should I please help me? In other words, there were questions. Like eighty to ninety yep. percent of the opening of every thread on these so-called discussion forums was actually questions. So they were kind of doing a question and answer thing, but they were doing it on a discussion forum, and that was extraordinarily common. And that was the days before Stack Overflow. And the way you found, when you had a problem and you typed it into Google, which was invented. You typed it into Mosaic or Netscape Navigator. Yeah. Veronica. <laughs> no, <laughs> pretty much Google was the first one that would find it. Maybe AltaVista would find some of these. But when you had a problem and you so-called searched the forums, so to speak, what you found was a conversation that had taken place two and a half years ago encased in amber with absolutely no evidence as to which of the answers are good, which of them are bad. And it's just a conversation that goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on So if you want to see this happen, go to the website Flyer Talk for frequent flyer people and try to figure out how to get a chip and pin credit card. And you'll find that there's a topic about chip and pin credit cards because it's very important to people. And it has 150 pages of conversation, all of which you have to read to see what their opinion is on chip and pin credit cards. me conflating some Let me play closing hater. Okay, Joel. No, wait. I'm only halfway there. I'm only halfway there. Okay. Okay. Maybe one third. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, get, everybody settle in. a comfortable
3: audience. Now, the great observation of Stack Overflow was to say, you know what? Everybody's using this for questions and answers anyway. Let's make a dedicated site for the questions and answers that is better for questions and answers. And everybody who's getting benefit from this site is getting benefit of it from having come in from a Google search, not from having participated. So there were two observations here. Number one, most of the people who look at a question and an answer in the conversation are people coming in after the fact, later, yes. to, to read something. And actually, these are the people that are going to benefit, not the people who asked the question and answered the question.
2: Well, both, but there's a lot more of the visitors than yes, the creators. a lot, yep, a I lot. Understood. So just
3: like Wikipedia has got yep. like something like 60,000, 80,000 people that generate like that whole Wikipedia, we've yep. got something like 60,000, people that generate the whole uh, stack exchange. Yep. And the number of people that visit it is like 50 million, or in the case of Wikipedia, 500 million. So. A lot of people um, coming in after the fact and instead of making it like just random conversation, we made it questions and answers and we leave the random conversation to all the other websites. Where they can continue to do you that. You sold me on kind of structured
2: questions, structured uh-huh. answers, yeah. ranking and voting of answers, so that when you find the conversation, the most relevant answer is right there at the top, not in page 64 of yes. 3092. Yes.
3: And similarly, every other thing that we made that's a design decision of the community or the design decisions around Stack Overflow is almost certainly there to benefit the people who are going to find these questions later. So for example... The reason we don't allow you to have these conversational questions that are like, what's a good library for this? Or what are you using? Or what kind mm-hmm. of bunnies do you have? And bunnies is a bad example because it's not I – mean, let's use a real example. Um, you know, does it really matter if I use tabs or spaces? This is something, you know, programmers will talk about for hours. And there are a million things like that. And it's conversational. It's fun. People like it. But it generates, as we discovered, way more heat than light. And if you ever encounter one of these conversations that has taken place – as a result of a Google search, while you're trying to solve a problem, your problem does not get solved, and you are left even more frustrated than you can. So for example, if you're trying to decide what camera to buy, and you find a discussion where a bunch of programmers are arguing about the benefits of you know, digital SLRs versus, I don't know, what's another kind of thing? that Mirrorless. Mirrorless, right? That's a thing. Lumina phones. You could read that whole conversation. You might say, wow, this is really interesting, and I'm learning a lot. And at the very end of reading 900 pages of that, you would say... I actually didn't learn anything. All I heard is a bunch of blowhards yammering for a long time. And it was pleasant enough for them to be blowhards while they were typing. But for me, trying to get an answer to my question, it's not relevant. So you're saying it distracts the people looking for good information? Yep. So that's, that's a bunch of garbage. So I don't think I'm quite sold on that. Well, there's another reason we close questions. There's actually lots of reasons. Because we hate fun. I no. feel like you're going to get to one I believe in eventually. Well, that's the non-constructive or not subjective. But there's also that uh, we want to attract experts, and so there's a class of questions we don't really have this anywhere because we we sort of we made another rule which is newbies are welcome, right? Because we're nice. I,
2: and I think this is the crux of this is the part that's really and this hard is where it's really tricky, really hard to articulate yeah. at this point. I think this is the this is the heart of closing to me.
3: Oh, good. Now I can say anything because <laughs> <laughs> you. you, you said, it's free endorsement. How much else would like? This is why. <laughs> We need to just rule all of Europe from America. <laughs> I'm
2: Jay Hanlon, and I would like to unendorse that message. <laughs> okay. Now,
3: which is that essentially the experts are not really going to want to answer homework questions for newbies that are just pasting their professor's homework problem. And that is a lot of what we get is just people just pasting their professor's homework. Right. And to be fair. Or their
1: rent a assignments.
3: They yeah, that's even worse. worse. That's even more maddening because supposed to be doing their jobs. But we did, at the very beginning, say, you know what? We want to serve people at all levels of expertise. And we stuck with that. But there's some kind of strict rules. If you want to ask basic questions, you have to conform to, or you're just going to piss people off. But if you're sort of an advanced developer, if you're a reasonably expert developer, you probably understand those rules. You're not going to get your question...
2: Yeah, I don't, even think, I don't think it's necessarily just a beginner question problem. There's lots of question type that we don't allow, that we do close. Yes, I think that is, I'm interested if Josh has a different take, but I think that to me, the most fundamental, clear, important reason is if a question is either so distasteful to experts that seeing just one of them would make them feel like it's less a site they want to be on, yeah. or if a question actually is unlikely to offend an expert in and of itself, but it's likely to attract so many others like it that yeah. it would eventually create so much kudzu that an expert would kind of mildly dislike, right. that the site becomes not the kind of place they want to hang out. What you get is this kind of horrible death spiral, right, it'll just keep, keep getting worse and worse. And I think yeah. that's the part that's hard to explain, is people always say, what is the harm of this one question? And my answer is usually, that one question is probably a net positive for this site and the internet. The problem is it'll attract 600 like it, and each one will be worse. Oh, that was,
3: that was a class of things like programmer cartoons and yes. programming on a boat. Yes. And, and Like, this question is fun and exciting, and I'm enjoying it, and it's got this amazing answer with well, Unicode. And
1: the nature of this changes dramatically as the site grows, because you yes. can have a site with you know, 2,000 questions on it, and you can have your little discussions about programmer cartoons in your favorite car. And that would be fine. And it's not really doing any harm, because you're not getting that many questions.
0: But isn't that less of an issue for Stack Overflow now because it gets? I
1: mean, the the yeah, flood it gets seven thousand questions a day. So if you know point one percent of your questions are these, uh, you know, nope. super popular yep. discussion questions, suddenly your entire front page is super popular discussion questions, and there's nothing about programming on.
0: Right. right, but that seems like that that particular problem was more a problem when Stack Overflow was younger, because you fewer know. People.
3: You know what we discovered? There it feels is an like, unlimited let me, let me put capacity. It this way.
0: Let me put it this way. It feels like we've swung the other direction, right? We had fun questions at the beginning, and now we have, you know, no maybe one a week, two a week. Now we have zero, when by that argument, it should have increased proportionally no, to the, the number of questions the fun questions
3: were attracting other fun questions because you got a lot of reputation for coming right. up with the fun question hate fun and there was a period of time where everybody was trying to come up with their idea for the fun question that they could
0: ask and get huge yeah. well, and I, think, I think this is kind of beside the point because i don't think anybody is really that upset about, about that. us closing fun questions oh they are the thing, oh. The yeah thing, that is, is the great. only thing
3: they're the, no, 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 the only no, no, thing no, no. every time somebody on hacker news which is i know it's hacker news no that's not true Every time somebody mentions Stack Overflow, the first person comes in and says, I don't know about that sign. Every time I see a good question there, it's closed. Yes. There was this amazing discussion of your never, favorite cartoon. No, it's never it.
0: favorite cartoon. Here, here's an example that somebody raised in a recent Hacker News discussion. Yeah. This is question, stackoverflow.com slash question slash 953714. Base face recognition. Base recognition library. I'm looking All right, for a so it's a recognition library recognition. It's a library recommendation question. It's got yeah. a, almost 100 upvotes. 57,000 views, got an answer, which is a list. It's not just, here's one that I thought of. It's somebody yeah. put some effort in to make a list of the best ones. And then <laughs> there's an even longer answer that's the second one. But the list is from from uh, 2009. Oh, no, it's been edited. It has been edited. And not much. The list is basically from
3: 2009. This is actually, this one illustrates actually why this is, this is a
0: problem, problematic question. Okay, the fact that it may be obsolete... No, uh, can't we that, separate that out? Can't we say this yeah, question yes, was good for a year, two years, yes. and then it should have been closed because it became obsolete? Yeah. What is our close reason for that? Actually, uh... well, it's funny you should mention that because
2: I'll reopen it and I'll close it again. I can uh, do that, right? Well, we have to come back to that issue. That falls into our things we've learned and want to follow up on in the wake of our closing changes,
3: which is sometimes you want to reopen them. And close
2: well, them so the old well, should we should we switch over to that first? Are we are. We, are we, this is a wandering conversation. No, I want we don't to talk feel about, like to I to talk about David's this, David's on talk about this question sure. because okay. I
0: think this is the legitimate concern that people have, yeah. which is that... So let me describe this question for our listeners who are driving in their
3: car. The question is called Face Recognition Library, and it's a person saying, I need a free face recognition library, That da here's what I'm doing. And it's closed as off-topic, um, and there are 20 answers, only three of which are at all good.
1: A bunch of them are deleted.
3: Yeah, a lot of deleted ones, too. But a lot of them are just like, oh, here's some code. And the number one accepted answer, duh, 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 46 upvotes, lists for reasonable commercial, <laughs> which is unacceptable to the original poster who wanted something free. But he accepted it. Libraries. He accepted Here. it. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, which means that everybody Googling for a free face recognition library is going to find this and be disappointed. Actually, free is not in the now, title. No, if you Google
2: face recognition library, this is either the top or the second it's the top It's hit. the first line. It's, it's literally the, the
1: first hit. sentence in yeah. the question.
2: Um, yeah. But this guy decided. This guy is the original poster, whatever
0: he asked
1: That's for. That's a separate issue. The original yeah, the poster the decided, decided to well, change, decided no, it, to accept the... It's kind of a tangential issue because the big thing we've noticed over the years about these is that no matter how specific the question is, over time they tend to collect a lot of answers which don't actually answer the question asked. And I'm being, I'm being a little bit nice when I say that. What I'm actually talking about is spam. Oh, because if you're selling a face recognition library, you're going to be where you want to be. It's, it's going to come up in the results. Uh, but but that's just a property
0: of us ranking well in Google and this yeah. being a common yeah, query, that, which yeah. it's not a reason to delete
1: ourselves from the internet, right? It's a reason to have a good answer. Is, is it a reason to have a bunch of these questions around?
2: Well, hang on. All else being equal, I think it's reasonable to assume that this question is helping people, right? On balance, we would guess this question is being useful to people. It appears. A number of voters, the original poster, and Google continue to believe this is a helpful, useful question. We don't have a good reason to think it's not. Maybe we could do better. It's not a perfect question, but this isn't hurting anyone, right? It doesn't mean we want it, but I think it's just a good place to start, is this isn't causing harm.
1: This is, um, this is one of those things where if it was kept up to date, if, if somebody wanted to maintain this, it would be really nice to have it on the site. I should say if, if somebody who actually knew what they were doing, knew something about facial recognition libraries, wanted to come in here and make sure that this was a reasonably good list of facial recognition libraries, this would, be, this would be nice to have around. It would be a useful resource.
3: It might. That said, then, if it was a resource that's already going to get like 50,000 views, this got 57,000 views. So if it's like that useful, then this is the kind of thing that you go put on Wikipedia. Wikipedia won't care. They like that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's too, it's too narrow. No, they like to well, tables. Well, face recognition library, maybe they would. Yeah, but they have this all these category. like, you know, complete list of all bug The more interesting thing here softwares. is that what we've just admitted is this is a useful question, interesting to the internet, yep. helps programmers do their job. And However, we have categorically might. ruled against this entire because category. Because shopping. And therefore, and that's exactly why somebody came in. Nobody looked at this question and said, this question is bad. It needs to be closed. It's the somebody questions came in like and said, bad. we made a rule, that yeah. this is not allowed. Therefore, I'm going to close this. That's true.
2: And I think it, what's important is those rules mostly, a lot of I'm them... I'm reopening it. For questions like this, it's not because the question's problematic. It's because it attracts a whole category of that type of question that over time, I think, we think has a negative effect on the site.
0: So what's the negative effect on the site? Tell me more about
2: this. Well, this question has 99 upvotes, right? And Stack Overflow is at a size now where it's hard to unwrap. People have trouble breaking in. They want
0: Now it has 100.
2: They, <laughs> we're all going to sit here and upvote this closed question. But I think what you're going to get is people are going to say, oh, my God, this face recognition library question got 100 upvotes. Aside from someone who goes by and says, oh, my gosh, I have a similar problem. OK, he's we're interested in him. You're going to get people who simply say, what's another type of library people are, off, are probably looking for where I can get 75
0: up?" No, that's a silly argument. That's just saying yeah. there are popular questions. There, we should not allow any popular question because somebody might copycat it. This um, is a legitimate problem this person had. We have a legitimate reason to close something if somebody's just, you know, posts five questions have been closed, in a row. But that's,
2: if this won't attract more, I don't know why it's closed. I don't know why we ban these kinds of questions if we don't think there'd be a lot of them. What's the harm?
1: Whether it attracts more or not. We don't like list questions. But why? There are uh, 21 questions closed as a duplicate This is a it. terrible
0: podcast. We I came like, in to explain our like new cilantro. closed reasons, and now we're deciding we should close this. We're arguing about facial recognition
1: libraries, yeah. This could be a podcast all on its own.
3: I'm just going to reopen this
1: one. Really? No,
2: you can't reopen this one. Why? Because library recommendations are explicitly off-topic for Stack Over.
3: That, that's not true. All you have to do to make them on-topic is to change the wording so it's like, how, how should I best evaluate libraries of facial recognition? That's fine, just, but
2: then you won't get example. the list yes, that cite, you want. Please cite examples of your methodology that you're recommending. All right.
0: So this was a surprisingly complex conversation. So what do we decide here? We decided this one shouldn't
3: be closed. We don't know. I don't think we. We're, there's a strong consensus that this one should be closed. I think what we decided is this one was closed is an overreaction to the idea that we don't like list questions and we don't like shopping questions. But this one is got sort of well, most of the ameliorating features that. Allowed it to be open. Then again, I tend to be kind of liberal about these. But things. I think I this actually, is not a great example, David. Uh, you you Bring I, up a bad example. Uh, you know
2: what I think though? It goes back to David talked about site size, and I think we have to remember that there's certain things that we I'm not saying enforce, we really expect on all sites, right? Be nice and things like that. But we've given sites a lot of leeway in deciding where they draw their boundaries, and so the truth is, some sites allow for a wait, meaningful wait, wait, number. No. Of, now you're no, just no, blaming the
0: community.
3: Yeah,
2: you can't.
0: This was closed. <laughs> no, by I'm two endorsing.
2: People. I'm endorsing the community. This
3: was actually closed by Bo Person, who I'm not calling out person that doesn't sound like a real name and andrew barber who's a moderator who closed it and as a moderator there was no voting necessary and it was closed like after being open for four years
2: but i think it's important to recognize that library recommendations are literally a specific off-topic reason for stack overflow we can think that's wrong i reopened it but do <laughs> me this really went to an entirely different
0: That's place. fine, you reopened it, but we still haven't solved any problems. It, it, I mean we can punt on this. this one. Problem. So so maybe it's too big of a conversation to say why why are library recommendations off topic. I'm actually surprised
3: that you came up with one that I felt like I had to reopen because most of the time when I do see the people whining on hacker news saying oh, the thing's closed, they're generally wrong and when I investigate those I, those I often think, Well there's a very good reason that thing was closed. So a lot of time see what I feel like is that there are people that apply the rules Without thinking about why we have the
2: Well, that's what we saw. I don't want to blame this, but that's what we saw with too localized, right? Where people would right. see a, a would place see a on local. the earth. Yes. They would see a place on the earth and closes yeah. too localized. And I'm going to
3: bring up my example one more time about too localized, which I promised you earlier in the podcast. First of all, I want to clear that foreshadowing flag and yeah, 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 yeah. actually close those parentheses um, so people aren't worried at home. What but, was Joel going to say?
1: <laughs> he had an example there of too is a question
3: on server fault about Wi-Fi standards. And somebody said, you know, the Wi-Fi standards are different in different countries, and you're actually asking about the United States, and therefore this is too localized, because you're actually asking (laughs) only about Wi-Fi standards as they apply to the United States. And this is a complete, okay, maybe there was a little bit of silliness, but they did close it. And there was a lot of sort of fighting about that. And I discovered that almost every time I was seeing too localized used, it was for one of two things. One, I have a bug in my code. What is it? And two, anything that included a location. And that's not what to localized" meant. And actually, localized means translated or made possible to translate. So the word was wrong. We were using the word to mean not what it meant. People were fixating on the location aspect, which was instead of fixating on the two, which they should have been. And even the people that understood it were only using it for one particular thing, which is I have a problem. Help me. And it was causing there to be this theory that you shouldn't be allowed to ask about your problems. That overflow when the whole goal of Stack Overflow was to make a place where you could ask about your problems, and hopefully as a byproduct of people asking about their problems, we would actually get a resource that other people could use. So, right, I never liked too localized. And I, I think Always had a that, sa-
2: that same user who actually closed that rampage through our travel site, it was brutal. There's like nothing left <laughs> over there. It's, it's just, it's been a horrible, horrible.
3: That's a dumb joke. Uh, <laughs> really? Um, yep. Yep. But, now that you mention it, in the early days of... I. Go to, go to metatravel.sexchange.com. I think one of the earliest things on there was, are we going to have two localized on And they actually, like, earnestly discussed. Let's see if that's, uh, that's right. How do I, I guess I just go through the questions one one? Two. All right, I'm just going, how do, I, how do I find the oldest question?
2: I think you order them by date and then go to the end. Go to the end. I'm not a developer, so
3: I might be wrong.
1: It's question number 13. Found it
3: already. (laughs) Metadustrial.sexchange.com slash Q slash 13. Localized questions. On most SE sites, localized questions are closed. However, that is no the case here. The questions must be localized.
1: That's a typo. That was a typo.
3: I can still fix it. Not here. Well, let me... I'm a moderator. I just found a bug. So I think there's... (laughs) There's two... (laughs) but when you edit, if you edit something yeah. and you submit it, uh-huh. it changes it. Yeah. And then you get a little bar that says, this question has just changed. Look yeah. here to reload.
0: Oh, that's only when you do it. We yeah. just have the if Joel check. <laughs> I, it also <laughs> doesn't help. I never, and that's it. it if you set up, it, you can so. only
3: tell that joke once in your entire job. <laughs> VP of engineering at Stack Overflow and you just blew it. <laughs> luckily, you got it. We got it on the podcast. You think it's just a dumb like joke that Do they've, not have air they've figured out that as
2: long as you report one bug a week, you're pretty happy and you'll kind of calm down. So they, they just they just shoot a couple at you regularly. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so localized.
2: So well, so I, I actually um, uh, one of the shades is doing something really. Something there's terrible. like a robot. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my! God. This, uh, you're like, this is ghosts, for the listener. Out. This has Joel turned into decided, a disaster
0: movie. Joel decided to close the shades. This is like
3: 110 degrees, <laughs> in.
0: which are which are. There's a switch on the wall that you press and it lowers the shades. One of them came crashing down and in a shower of drywall. Yeah, the
2: switch has two effects. Apparently, it lowers most of the shades and it causes a <laughs> it hunk of drywall and machinery to plummet from the ceiling into the room.
0: <laughs> wow. We'll get that on the, uh, on the show notes. Abby's taking a picture right now. Temperature's down by five degrees on
3: the, on the, on so, the positive side. How long has this podcast been going on? Hey, I, like,
2: I, we actually have two, two chunky topics we haven't touched on because we went to crazy tangents. So right, let's they, go. Let's blast ahead. Well, should, we, should, to we, should we
0: talk about them? Really? Should we? Uh, what are they? At least tell us what so, they are. So
2: separate from two localized, I think it's worth talking a little bit about how we did it. Like it was a very challenging, like thinking about
0: Oh man, let's save that it. for a... Right, maybe another podcast. Wasn't that gonna, There was a book... That was gonna be written by OJ Simpson, but then he cancelled it because of
2: If we if we changed closing, <laughs> how we changed closing. And then also I think Yeah, let's save
0: that for another. Yeah, there's some podcast. interesting Let's stick with two local next I think
2: we should come back to this in maybe two podcasts out because it's also I think interesting there's some stuff around I think it's important to talk about what we got wrong. Or I should say what the gaps we learned about after the fact are that we need to tweak and fix that oh, our users. I thought you were
0: gonna us. say, or I should say what I got wrong. What I, no, I didn't
2: get anything wrong. I think if everyone had listened to me earlier and more emphatically, we would have nailed it 100%.
1: So what did you get wrong?
2: What did I get wrong? I think...
1: Number one, if you ask people to type in a reason why something is off-topic on Stack Overflow, most of them will type in because it is not about programming.
2: <laughs> Josh has done some incredible work around patterns with uh, off-topic reasons.
1: So uh, did we explain how off-topic, how that
0: part works? So the idea with off-topic was to make it more specific, to give some specific reasons on each site, three or four that you can choose from. But then we had this problem where we can't cover every reason why something might be off-topic. Yeah. So we said, okay, well, the, there's going to be an other case where you can type it Petal. in. And this is supposed to be, you're supposed to say something you know, nice and polite. And you know, it might seem like you can ask this type of question, but you can't because of X. Here's a meta post talking about it. Unfortunately, when you ask people to type on the internet, They don't ever type
1: what you want. In this case. Oh, yeah. They like to type. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. They like to type. They just don't (laughs) type what you want them to. So, Josh, tell us what you found. So we spent a lot of time trying to analyze the questions that were being closed as off-topic and uh, too localized on Stack Overflow already and figure out what these actually correspond to. And we came up with five different reasons. Questions must demonstrate a minimal understanding of the problem being solved. Questions asking us to recommend or find a tool or library. Questions concerning problems with code you've written must, uh, oh, that one was the, uh, the simple self-contained example. If, if you're describing a problem with code you've written, you actually have to include the code you've written. You can't just allude to it. And there was one for, for super user and server fault, since those are still huge, huge amounts of questions asked on Stack Overflow every day. So we put those in as canned reasons, and immediately the minimal understanding one shot to the top of pretty much everything. Turns out a lot of people feel that uh, questions are not illustrating a minimal understanding of anything. So that uh, became very popular. We refined that one slightly to, uh, to be questions asking for code must demonstrate a minimal understanding because it was kind of targeted at the, uh, the homework and reticoder questions that Joel alluded to earlier. And that also rocketed to the top questions that people were being closed but what's really interesting is is other which which makes up a small fraction of the uh, total number of questions being closed other is not used not used too much we've got in the last 3 weeks we've got about 1300 questions closed for other compared to 4000 for uh, must demonstrate a minimal understanding and 3300 for questions asking for code must demonstrate a minimal understanding The reasons people typed in were, by and large, fairly boring. There's, you know, a lot of variety, including some kind of rude stuff and some that are pretty much just non sequiturs and some that people (laughs) people deleted right afterwards. But the most used reasons uh, all boiled down to, you know, this question is not about programming. This question is not a programming question. This question is off topic because it is not about programming. This question is about something else. This question is about... we get any about
0: cats? (laughs) Haven't it's seen any so comments. Yeah. I really,
3: the most popular one for off topic seems to be questions must demonstrate a minimal understanding of the problem being solved, which is yep. a nice clean way. I mean, I'm glad we have that now because that was something we never liked and it would just get closed with every possible. As we get closed, is not constructive. It's not a real question. Like everything
1: but what it really was. That actually beat out unclear, which yeah. is astonishing.
3: Yeah. And now we're basically telling you, look, sorry. And, and some of the stuff like, hey, tools, libraries, we can't really do that for you. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think one of the things that comes up there is if that one's getting more than unclear, shouldn't that be a top-level reason on Stack Overflow? And one thing, Stack Overflow may ultimately be special. We may, we may ultimately decide that we want to do some weird stuff there, but part of what we were trying to get at was making the top-level reasons consistent across all sites while giving each site a place and off-topic to stay on our site. We've decided you can ask about fluffy bunnies, but not about their ears. We hate their ears. We're not into that. That's a whole different site. But I think one of the things that if you look at this distribution of the, how many of the off-topic fall into those categories, it speaks a little bit to how Josh mostly did, and really huge analysis went into why were these things closed previously, and can we lump them up and figure out what people are trying to convey with these, which I think overall it's gone really, really
1: well. By the way, to tie this in with Jay's uh, previous comments about editing and then reopening, when we rolled these new reasons out, the percentage of closed questions that got edited jumped from about 7% up to about 12.5% just like overnight. So that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Then a fair number of those got reopened.
3: So. so A lot more people are trying again.
2: What's disturbing is most of them just had the words, go F yourself, edited right into it after <laughs> no. they were closed. Um, but now more people see that in the reopen queue. And so there's really a much better dialogue in some ways. No, but I think that is the kind of thing... The, the point is we're doing a better job of at least getting people to try to learn and try to improve, one of, one of the big goals.
3: Okay. So what was the stuff that we left out?
2: So I think we haven't talked a lot about sort of how we came at this. I think there is some interesting work and analysis and some of the stuff that went into kind of asking community for input and some of the kind of sampling and studying we did. And then I also think there's some interesting stuff related to sort of when we went and said, what do you guys think is missing? What's not working? We learned mm. some stuff. We got some stuff that I think we're looking at making some tweaks and changes where the community said, like this, like this, but you're still not helping us in this situation.
3: Yeah. So next week. Next week we will continue on closing. Or maybe in two weeks. No, we talked enough about this. It's boring already. You know what's actually a fun thing that our listeners should do? Go to SecoFlow.com and click on newest questions and then type in the search box closed and colon
2: one. And reopen them all. Don't read them. Just no. if you have enough reputation, <laughs> and just go reopen them. them. And
3: actually, and that'll show you like the most recent closes. And I think what you'll find, if you've ever looked at closed questions before, is you'll find that the closes and the on holds are much more reasonable, and that the words that appear there are much more accurate yep. and much more descriptive of what actually went wrong, and friendlier probably. And in general, I really feel happy about the way that we that I think that people should now understand exactly what it is that we're objecting.
0: You're gonna you're gonna make right. people sad. The first right. thing you get if you type closed colon one, I can change that right now. Is relevance, which sorts by votes. No, I said click on newest. <laughs> yeah, but Don't look
2: just... at the first thing <laughs> you say. <laughs>
0: oh. Ignore click that. Virtualize. Ignore exactly. that. Oh, man. Pay
2: no attention to that the closed, actually, closed that's questions a different, behind that. Actually,
0: that's a different church. This is a hall of pain. Uh, these are great. These are... I love these This questions. is great stuff. I love There's these questions. For <laughs> this is
3: the stuff that the Hacker News boys are talking about when they say, you guys close all the awesome stuff. Mm. And the truth is, this is all good stuff. I completely agree. It's all really popular because it's good, but it's not... What we do on Stack Overflow. Do it somewhere else,
0: a blog post or something. What the heck? Why is this closed? I'm reopening this one. Yeah. This is creating a div element in jQuery. How do I create a div element? I love element that I, in I genuinely tried to open a
2: conversation where we would really endorse why we close things and the important like reasons for it. And it's mostly resulted in David and Joel reopening questions <laughs> as they look to try no, to no, respond this one to that is, point.
0: This one, most of them I agreed with on that list, but this one jumped out as a bunch yeah. of people just. Just don't know what to right,
2: I'm reopening the freely available Easy. programming books just so I can feel <laughs> okay. like I'm part of this. You have, been
3: <laughs> you have been listening to The Numbers Station, brought to you by uh, Stack Exchange. Uh, no. This is Stack Exchange podcast number 50. Today's guests are uh, nine Shogs of
1: This question appears to be off topic because it is about absolutely nothing. <laughs> Thank
3: you, Shogs. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you've been hearing VP Engineering David Flarton, VP of Cogro Community and Growth, Jay Hanlon, growths.
0: Because we've never made that joke before.
3: The noise in the middle while our shades were falling apart came from producer Alex, Joe Notes by Abby Miller, and our boss, Mr. Tori Malatia. This know. question
1: appears <laughs> to be off topic because it is about acetone. <laughs> acetone! <laughs> <laughs> today's
3: episode. Okay, today's episode has been sponsored by the House of Lords. The House of Lords, a constitutional safeguard that is independent from the electoral process. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.
2: closing time ask off for alcohol, so
1: finish your whiskey or beer, closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay.
2: That's a nicer way of saying like, completely not democratic based on who your parents were and not yeah. subject to review by the foolish masses. You can yeah.
0: describe a lot of things that way. <laughs> yes. The government of Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> <The electoral> <laughs> <process>. <laughs> Whole pop <pause. laughs>
1: No electoral <laughs> meddling since because
0: elections are good, but you really need to hold some things back and make sure they're <laughs> off limits. We can't make fun of a sponsor like that. this <laughs>
2: all.: We're still going to lose our sponsorship over this.
0: Uh, we'll have to get the other house. What's the other house? The house of commoners. You know, it's refreshing to make fun of another country's government yeah. every once in a while instead <laughs> of just making fun of our own.
3: Okay. Well, anyway, that was the uh... podcast. Okay
0: and scene. Did we cover any
3: of the stuff that you had on your outline? I know you warned me it was
2: far too long, but I do feel like we spent an enormous amount of time on a weird thing that I didn't think we were going to, which was interesting, I think, that works.
0: I think we failed to answer the question, which is unfortunate. (laughs) We did! I really, I thought I
2: was setting everybody up, and it was like, I don't know why we closed that crap. And Joel's like, I closed it because I don't like it. It annoys me. It made me sad, and then I closed three others like it, and one that was just near it.
3: Uh, (laughs) Unlike me. That, part, that uh,
1: part could have gone better. The only thing I really tried to close is the shades. It's funny. Something I've been experimenting with on the site, on a couple of sites now, is a lock reason that limits it to one community wiki answer, so that if people really want to maintain these lists, they can... Oh, darn. That's a great idea. Well... That should be on the real podcast. not exactly popular, so...
3: This is what you... you mean the, the idea is not... That's because this is it's, what a wiki People does. don't
1: like editing. This isn't Wikipedia, so... Right.
3: Right. Yeah. This isn't Wikipedia. That's the real. The real answer is that anything that has two thousand upvotes can have a Wikipedia topic.
2: And then what you get to with that a little bit is you get a little bit of like you wanted a dog. Now you have a dog. Let's see if you walk it, right? So people will edit yeah. it and
3: it will work, <laughs> or they
2: won't edit it and we'll go. Tried. We tried to give this to you, and, the and you dog died. Right? It worked. It works yeah. or it doesn't there, work. There are a yeah. tiny the handful dog.
1: of questions that have been lovingly maintained in this format over the years, and uh, it, it's a real shame to lose them. Uh, so I, I'd like to have something for him, even if, even if it's a weird abomination.
0: Let's call it notconstructive.com. Even week. that one we talked about today. Yeah. At some point, it was before it was closed two years ago. It was locked by Jeff Atwood, so he protected He went in he and protected. looked at it, protected. Sorry, protected it. Yeah. and said this is worth keeping around. We're it's going to protect twice. this. And then still, somebody went in and decided we need to close it. it.
1: Not used to be this harsh about him. It's it's kind of a I I mean that that thing that. I wasn't joking this
0: about it. It was a little joking, but the, the hall of pain that Joel directed people to, searching for closed one and seeing all the top yeah, voted things that. that have it, been it, closed. These used to be on
1: the first page of questions. I by know. March. We fixed it's, that. It's the natural But effect, It's so though, sad.
2: If you train someone to look for a certain kind of problem and to find it and to get rid of it, and then you make them debate all the people who, in every case, want to go, I want to be able to do that. I should be to type. Yeah. Over time, they're, they're so trained to do that. It's not that they can't do these sort of more complex analysis. It's that it feels like they're on a mission. They're working towards something.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just easier. The problem is, I mean, so Andrew Barber closed it, and you can just see what happened, right? This thing gets flagged once every two weeks, and finally he's just like, you know what? I'm sick of fighting this. They're right. It's against the rules now. I'm going to
1: close it. Which is why we moved closed flags out. We didn't get to mention that one either. We, we've moved closed flags out of the moderator queue, so moderators are not closing quite the same gigantic volume of questions single-handedly anymore based oh, on flags. Good
0: should have mentioned that. Way to go, Jay. Where was that on your list? I
1: No one even read my list. This was a massive, <laughs> massive outline.
3: Okay. The good news is we don't really have to
0: revisit closing again because enough. Enough. <laughs> Next time it's deletion. No, I mean, you can talk about it as much as you want on meta. We don't have to revisit in the podcast, but it, yeah. it is an important thing to keep coming back to. And Once have, a year. Well, it's the, this is the biggest fight that we're losing in the greater programming community right right i mean you freaked out earlier this week about this hacker news article and the comments show that we're not explaining this correctly to people uh yeah i want them there's so really only a little one bit sentence they have to we preaching to the choir by talking to the podcast audience to type but, but so the thing we need to tell the so actually it was a good discussion to tell the podcast audience hey you need to think a little bit more before you close these things instead of just blindly following the rules yes that's a good message but for them. also
3: tell your friends the reason we close things it's the same reason sure. that you're excited when you find a Stack Overflow result in the Wikipedia page, because we have a certain promise of quality.
0: Uh, just, that argument just rings yeah, hollow when you, when, when you point out these questions that are clearly doing good. Right. You're conflating. They're not
2: high
3: quality. But
0: most
2: most real people in the real world aren't interested in thinking of the inevitable product that is produced by this machine over eons of time. They think (laughs) in terms of the one, and what they are saying is you cannot win the argument with me that this question is not net positive and your Nazis have shut it down. All
3: they want to talk about. And so
2: what you're saying is,
3: I know, I know I might even agree with you. No, actually, you know what? For all those questions in the hall of shame, they're closed, they're not deleted and they never will be deleted. Yeah, but they, you know what they say. No, it got you that you really need more answers to that. (laughs) <laughs> There's like 200 pages of answers. Stop already. Stop. <laughs> it's a great page. Then we close it because we don't want you breaking it. Right. But if I were that guy, what I'd be saying is, yeah, oh, I thought no. your whole point is the answers
2: have to stay perfect and up to date. I could put the new perfect answer now. Yeah. If you'd only let me.
3: Yeah. On page 200. Yeah, really? I'm seriously, with you. This is I, um, I, Hey, uh, I'm with
2: you, man. Abby, I'm just saying. Uh, it,
3: totally linked to this here. Let me show you. Yeah. Uh, Flowertalk.com.
2: Every week you Flyertalk. try to make everyone. Oh, Flyertalk. 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 no. Just, no. Whatever he means, link to Flower Talk. <laughs> Flower Talk.
3: Flower Talk.
2: You see how every question's about how pretty begonias are? It's because they don't have controls. They don't close.
3: There's no such thing as...
2: No, it's FlyerTalk. Flyer. Flyer You're going to buy to
0: Okay, credit, debit, and prepaid cards. Can yeah. I reopen
1: this one, too? Yeah. What are you looking at, David?
0: I'm looking at how do I get started with
1: Node.js. This sounds familiar. 2353818. Oh, yeah, I reopened this once already, didn't I? This was closed. I would, I would reopen
0: it, except that I it was Bill like the Lizard who cast the no. final vote here.
1: Uh, whatever. Reopened.
0: <laughs> All right. We are, we are sweeping back the tide. We've reopened <laughs> I, three I deleted, questions. I
1: went through this, and I deleted a load of answers on this to try and keep it under that's
0: what That's what caught my eye. I was looking down the list. Uh, Joel mentioned number of answers, and I was like, this one only has three answers. What
1: happened? Yeah, the, this one had. So here's here's the thing, and this is a hard, hard rule to actually put in place to where people can kind of self enforce it. But if folks are putting effort into maintaining it, I, I would love to keep them around. And this one, well, that's why I would
0: like to it close it. them as obsolete, not, yeah, you know, and not maybe not close. But anyway, the obsolete problem is a different problem.
1: I'm just saying, if people want to come back and defend these, if this is being maintained by people who use Node.js and can actually put together halfway reasonable recommendations, great, fine. You know, whatever. If you want to keep it? The C++ community has one for their like favorite books that is linked to all over the place. And as far as I can tell, it's doing more good than it is doing harm. And they maintain it. If you maintain it, keep it around. If you, if you leave it rot for three years, then don't bet on it. Okay, this one's a
0: little weird. It's a little bit of patting padding ourselves in the back. This one's on hold, so it was only closed unilaterally by Andrew Barber. How to decide when to use Node.js. Five oh six two six one four. Eighty one people said plus one for asking a superb question.
1: Uh okay. Whatever. Opened.
0: <laughs> We're busy sweeping back the tide over here. Me and Josh. We've reopened four questions now.
1: I mean this this got five flags on it. Oh, most of these are comment flags. They got one recommend closure flag and another I don't know what that was for.
0: We also have a scaling problem, which is that when a question has 400 upvotes and 80,000 views, five people closing it becomes kind of a sad statement of not community. We talked
1: about the whole edits go into the reopen queue. If somebody's closing a question with uh, 50,000 views and, and 500 upvotes, that should just automatically go into the reopen queue.
2: That's an interesting.
1: Because, you know, why not? I have like. Three or four different ideas for feeding the reopen queue written up in response to somebody's idea for a much more complicated system. Josh, I love that. This is something where the community, if it's able to close it, if it cares about a question, they can reopen you it. You know what?
0: <laughs> I would go for so far, 10,000 put in the reopen queue, 50,000 email us and someone here look at it because it's like... Above some but, threshold, like, let's, let's watch these things happening. Yeah, what's
2: nice about that, too, is it limits it to high rep people. So, like, the simpler suggestion everyone always produces that I came up with is, well, why don't you make it require a number of closed votes that scales to the number of people who... The, the problem with that is what you get is, something it's wildly popular, but we hate,
1: <laughs> requires right? 60 closed votes. Yeah, 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 It just doesn't really <laughs> work. What ends up happening is people just start flagging it and asking the moderators to close yeah, it. You
2: know, it doesn't work. But th- what this does is it ensures the people who are considering reopening it also have to have earned sufficient rep. To be sort of trusted members who invest in the community, not just everyone who can vote. Wait, what? Josh's solution is better than that. Josh's
0: solution is to put it in the reopen queue.
2: Where it's viewed by people with reopen power.
0: As We're the same to, people who can close.
2: Yeah, but I mean, as opposed to everyone who votes being able to offset the closing, the votes just triggers other high rep users being able to offset.
1: He's, he's referring to the kind of scaling we used to do with delete reasons, where, you know, your programmer books question required... 80 delete votes or something like that. And so people just stopped voting to delete. They just flagged for moderator attention and said, hey, this is off topic, close it. And after 10 or so of these flags, the moderator just deleted it because there was six. Can we also lock questions to close votes? We can lock them to everything.
0: Like at some point, can we say, look, this conversation has been had and we like this. (laughs) Stop voting to close it.
1: I I actually think locking is a great solution to this because uh, for a normal lock, not the historical lock, for a normal lock, you can still edit the answers. You can't add more answers, but you can still, you know, keep the answers up to date. You can still vote on stuff if you want the answers. And you vote to close uh, if it's locked. You cannot vote on the question at all, so you can't vote to close it. You can't vote to delete it. I think you can flag it, and that's it.
0: You should be writing all these ideas down, and then we should do them. They're on that. Uh, no, that's not I a good solution. Not <laughs> <laughs> No, let's do these things. Your idea is to feed the reopen queue. Let's do that one. And I want to add the thing that emails us whenever something that's hugely upvoted or hugely viewed gets closed.
1: Okay, I will, I will send you the link to my meta post then.
2: All I asked that you guys explain why we do close things. If you could stop undoing closing, that'd be great. Oh
1: <laughs> well, no, this is, this is the whole point. It's supposed to be open for review. Is and- it roll reversal day? <laughs> I don't know how I got on this side of the argument.